0: And welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we are sitting down with our guest, Sarah Rue, the emergency manager for James City County. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Hey, Renee. Happy to be here.
0: Glad you're here. Well, first off, tell us, what does an emergency manager do?
1: I'm in charge of all the emergency operations plans for the county. So we have an overall basic plan for the county involving a different emergency support functions. So, if we have to open a shelter, there's a plan for that. If there's a hurricane, there's a plan for that. If there's a tornado or a winter storm, there's a plan for that. We also have a mitigation plan, which helps the county decide what projects we're going to do or where we're going to spend money to help mitigate or lessen the loss of property or lives in the county as related to disasters. Okay. One of our programs that I'm working on is getting the county storm ready certified through the National Weather Service. Okay. So that's uh, one of our mitigation projects right now. We also do training and exercises for the county, so county staff is prepared and ready when something happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of the listeners heard about the Surrey power plant exercise that we had. I know there was a thing in the Daily Press about it, so Mm -hmm. that was our latest one, and we came down and got evaluated by FEMA, and we did quite well very good so that was excellent yeah so those are just a little snippet of what i do you know here and there it's a lot of different things so every single day i get to say i get to pick something fun and new depending on kind of what i feel like and what's going on so
0: Okay, very yeah. good. Well, September is here. It is. And September is National Preparedness Month. It sure is. So what's your message this year for National Preparedness Month? Well, the message
1: that Hampton Roads and James City County and the state is pushing is know your zone. I think some of the listeners probably have seen a couple of things on our website about it, mm-hmm. but it's really important. James City County has just been added to the regional hurricane evacuation study. And as part of that study, they Have come up with evacuation zones throughout the Hampton Roads region. Okay. James City County now has some evacuation zones. So we have A, B, and C evacuation zones. Okay. You can go to knowyourzoneva.org, type in your address, and if you get a gray screen, that means. You're not in a zone. Okay. If you get a color screen, then you got to look and see what your color means. Okay. So what zone you are. And we'll, if for some reason, have to evacuate an area, we will say, you know, zone A, zone B, zone C. And you don't necessarily have to evacuate even out of the county. You just have to go somewhere higher than where you're at. Okay. So you don't have to drive all the way to Richmond or, I mean, if you want to do a nice Pennsylvania vacation or something. (laughs) So you can avoid the weather that's going to be coming with the evacuation for a hurricane. Um, That's totally up to you. But if you have friends in James City County or relatives that are on higher land, you can go and stay with them. So what we always say is you run from the water and you hide from the wind. Oh, so good. Okay. You evacuate from the water because that's normally where people die. They normally die because of drownings or, you know, swift-moving water. Mm-hmm. And the wind, not so much. So
0: the evacuations for the county really then are flooding-related. So yes. they're really... Low-lying areas. Right. They correspond with storm surge zones. Okay. So for hurricanes.
1: And then also, sometimes we found for nor'easters, it used to be that the National Weather Service and NOAA tied the category of hurricanes, so like a Cat 1 hurricane, mm-hmm. with Cat 1 evacuation or storm surge zones. Well, they found out during Katrina and also Sandy, Sandy wasn't a hurricane by the time it hit New York, that there was a significant storm surge flooding to that of like, I don't know exactly, but like a, a three or a four or whatever hurricane. So NOAA or the National Hurricane Center this year pushed out storm surge watches and warnings. So this is also something for the listeners to look at. If Mm -hmm. we happen to have a hurricane or tropical storm come through and the National Hurricane Center feels that there is going to be significant storm surge, they will put up a special storm surge watch or warning. Okay. And that's separate from the category of wind. Just because you have Cat 1 winds, you might have a Cat 2 or 3 storm surge.
0: Okay. So more water. So now a storm surge mm-hmm. we're talking about there's a storm out in the ocean and it's pushing the water up, up into the Chesapeake Bay James cannot
1: flow freely into the Chesapeake Bay it backs up you know but we're still getting water from Richmond sure and it just can't flow down into the Chesapeake Bay the way that it normally does because the wind and the water is getting pushed up due to the storm we had a little bit of that which caused a higher tide earlier this week Mm -hmm. so that was partially why we had that higher tide was due to the
0: the strong winds coming in okay yeah okay Mm -hmm. so areas in our county yep. that really are dealing with this it's like Chickahominy Haven yes and Jamestown 1607 yep. areas like that mm-hmm. okay all right so people can go to the website yep. enter in their address yep. Find out right away if they're an evacuation right. zone.
1: And if you want a hard copy, because I know some people are hard copy sort of people out mm-hmm. there, you know, give give our office a call and uh, we will be more than happy to send you a hard copy or email you a hard copy. Okay. So,
0: What's your telephone number? They
1: can call us at 757-564-2140. Very good. Do you have any events coming up? Yes. We will be at Drool in the Pool. Uh, oh, what is-, is that? It is, from my understanding, from Parks and Rec, it's a combined event between the Heritage Humane Society and James City County. Okay. And it's up at Chickahominy Park. Okay. And there's a pool up there. Right. And at the end of the year, they obviously drain the pool. Mm-hmm. So before they drain the pool, they let you bring in your dogs. Oh, fun. So they can have a little bit of fun in the water. Okay. So, And as part of National Preparedness Month, we're trying to reach all sorts of people in the county Mm -hmm. especially those that have pets after hurricane katrina there was a lot of reforms that went on in emergency management so that Mm -hmm. people did not have to leave their pets behind and that they were prepared to bring their pets with so it's always important that you have a special preparedness kit for your puppy or your kitty or your gerbil or your bunny (laughs) or whatever you Whatever is important to you. So um, I figured that would be a fun event for us to participate in. So we will be up there. So if people Very could good. please look for us in our booth and we will have some fun something or another. I haven't figured out yet. Maybe some fun handouts or games or something. Okay. So, yep. Yeah, I will have my adorable dog there, by the way. Very so, good. Yeah, cute little Yorkshire terrier. So she's coming with too. And her name is? Lily. Lily. Mm-hmm. Very nice. She might or might not be sporting a swimsuit. Oh, so we'll see. good to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What other events? Well, there's Know Your Zone. There's Mm -hmm. Drool in the Pool. We also have a CERT class coming up in October. And CERT is the Community Emergency Response Team. Okay. We have several groups. They're divided up into neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. Uh, We also have one overall group for the county, okay, and they are the first responders before the first responders get there. So Um. what we like to say is you make sure that you're prepared and you're okay. Then you make sure that your family's prepared and your family's okay, and then you can go out into your community, your neighbors. Hopefully you have a neighbor that's also a CERT member because we like people to do things in twos, you know, so that there's always someone with backup watching out for you or can help you, you know, if there's a small fire or some search and rescue or some bandaging or something that needs Mm -hmm. to, to happen. If you happen to come across someone that needs some help during a large disaster, the county's pretty big. So fire department and the police department are but only so big, so they can't be everywhere at once. And if a tree happens to fall and your neighborhood's cut off, we give them some basic skills, very, very basic. I mean, it's even less than first aid, so I'm not even going to call it official first aid. Mm -hmm. Um, You get some bandaging, you get some search and rescue techniques, get to learn how to put out a fire that's only as large as a small trash can. Okay. But I mean, to me, just being able to figure out how to work a fire extinguisher, Mm -hmm. I mean, those things are expensive. You really don't, I mean, at least for me, I didn't want to like play with my own, you know, and test it and try to figure out how to use it. Because once you used it, you have to toss it. So um, you come and you do the class and you get to learn, you get to practice with one. You can practice with it as many times as you want. I know people that have had, ended up having kitchen fires and we're so thankful that they have had the training from CERT because they knew exactly when to pull the pin, how to press it, and you know it, it helped them tremendously. Okay. So so it's it's a great program. Each class is about three hours long and then we have a final practical at the end. So okay. you get to do a kind of a full-scale exercise drill. Okay. And that's about a half a day. Okay, So it is a little bit of a time commitment, but well worth it. You do end up learning quite a bit of different sort of uh, search and rescue, safety stuff, bandaging. And then we always have other opportunities once you become a CERT member. So we have some advanced training that will uh, you know, include pet safety and pet cpr and regular cpr aed training and those are more advanced classes okay yeah it's a good group
0: well and i think now especially all over the news is hurricane harvey true and you're seeing lots of folks going out and helping their neighbors and this is a way to have our own community ready yep So the neighbors could help each other if something like that would ever happen here. That's
1: true. And I actually saw a couple of photos the other day, and I don't remember what webpage it was on, but there was a cert team member that was out distributing food and had their Houston, city of Houston, cert shirt on. Wow. So, you know, we would use them, deploy them on missions. For example, sometime in September, I don't know exactly what weekend yet, the groups are going to be going out and hanging door hangers with the Know Your Zone on people's doors that live in one of these hurricane evacuation zones. Great idea. So, yeah. So you will see them out and about if you have any questions about CERT. That's also a great time to Mm -hmm. ask them yeah so we'd use them for public outreach the general if we can't get to you they have some skill sets there and then also they help just checking on neighbors and that sort of thing even during winter storms we have such a wide variety of people in the county it's always helpful to really know your neighbor no one knows more about your neighbor and their needs than another neighbor or family because not everybody's fortunate enough to have family in the area True, and I happen to be one of them so if someone checked on me I'd greatly appreciate it
0: (laughs) okay well we're on it okay we will check on you Sarah all right you talked a little bit about hurricanes Mm -hmm. we've been very fortunate here in James City County for years now that we have not really had anything of any magnitude to deal with What is the one thing, let's say, that you would love people in James City County to be aware of as we're entering this really busiest period of Atlantic hurricane season?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I hate to say it, but it's three things. Okay, all right. Okay. (laughs) So if you'll give me two extra, that would be great. (laughs) Uh, So it's first of all, get a kit. Okay. Because uh, heaven forbid you have to evacuate, you want to have something that you can take with you. Make sure that you have copies of all of your important documents. So whether that's regular insurance, flood insurance, your birth certificates, all that sort of stuff, you know, have it on a jump drive and then also have paper copies. Because if you're evacuating and it's wet and rainy and all that sort of stuff, you want to make sure that that stuff doesn't get wet. So make sure that it's also in some sort of plastic container or, you know, just a gallon Ziploc baggie works great too. So that's part of the kit. Everybody I think has probably heard of the three days worth of food and water. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you, if you have any access and functional needs, like I wear contacts. Mm -hmm. So I'm either going to make sure I have my glasses or an extra pair of contacts in Mm -hmm there if i have any special dietary needs make sure that i have items in there it's also good if you have to go to a shelter i mean people think of taking a kit to go somewhere but they don't often think of taking a kit and going to a shelter too right personally i would much rather sleep with my comfy cozy blankie and my own pillow and an air mattress than on an army cot and a kind of wool blanket absolutely you know so it's sometimes those comfort items can Mm -hmm. play a huge role so make sure you have stuff like that in your kit and ready to go make a plan so what's your plan if say a tornado hits and your spouse is on one side of the county working and you're on another and you can't get a hold of each other do Mm -hmm. you have a person that lives out of state because we always suggest out of state Mm because if it's uh something Even the earthquake that we had a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, I don't know how many listeners were out there for that. You tried to call and the phone lines were jammed around here. But you could call out of state. So also text messaging is a good option, too, because it takes up less bandwidth. Have that out-of-state contact so that you and your loved ones know we're going to call Aunt Jane up in New Jersey. Everybody has Aunt Jane's phone number (laughs) on a piece of paper. Sure. In case, you know, the power goes out. Right. Because if they're anything like me, I just hit or tell Siri to call mom. Right. I don't remember my mom's phone number now. I remember my phone number growing up, but I don't <laughs> I don't know their phone number now and calling home to Minnesota when no one lives there anymore is not going to be helpful. Right. So make sure that you have that. Make sure you have some cash on hand because okay. if the power goes out, that means, you know, credit cards, you're not going to be able to use credit cards and most places don't take checks now. True. So it's not like you can run over to the ATM because if the power's out, ATM is probably going to be not have power either, so you can't get cash out of the ATM. So I suggest at least, you know, September through November to have some extra cash on hand would be really helpful. Make sure you have that for your kit and your plan. Stay informed. Part of staying informed would be the option to sign up for JCC Alert. Okay. They can go to our website. It's jccalert.org and sign up. We have a lot of different options. It's a new system this year. We went with mm-hmm. a new vendor. And we got a lot more options than we had with the old vendor. Yes, we did. There were, um, I'm not going to say snafus. (laughs) But there could have been a little bit more explaining on our part, I think.
0: Well, (laughs) we learned a lot about the amount of lightning that occurs occurs within five miles miles, miles, of your
1: home. (laughs) Right. And definitely at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, everybody really wants to know that there's a lightning strike within five miles of their house. I I completely understand that. (laughs) Yeah. So we've now taken away that option. So, no more lightning information no more lightning yeah. alert will come out but um, the important thing to know is go in if you just clicked the sign up for weather alerts mm-hmm. you got everything and I wanted to give everybody you know since it's a very robust system the option to get as many different types of sure. alerts because we have different types of people in the county you know mm-hmm. we have some boaters we have some gardeners so mm-hmm. maybe the gardeners want to know about a frost warning right or watch but a boater might not want to know about that they might want to know about a small craft advisor right So I gave tons of options. And if you just clicked the get weather alerts, you're signed up for all of them. (laughs) So you might want to go in and just check and see if you really want all of them. Mm -hmm. That's a good option to to do. (laughs) But uh, yeah. So um, before, I think part of the confusion was you just signed up with the old system. And we picked what we thought was best for you. Now there are some mandatory ones Uh in there, Mm -hmm. like a tornado warning. Right. you're automatically going to get that. A hurricane right. warning, you know, you're already going to get that, you know, you, you don't even have the option to unclick. Because right. Right. <laughs> so, you need to know. Because you need to know. Right. Uh, we did set quiet times on our automatic mm-hmm. alerts. So you will not be getting a phone call at 12 or 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. But go in, check your setup, see if it's appropriate for you and your interests. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's a a great tool for people I hope eventually after we get past the newness and some of the little kinks that always need to be worked out with a new system that people will really appreciate it because it is a very robust system compared to what we had in the past So
0: well and I think that it was really good for community building mm-hmm. because we all crawled in to work the next day looking very tired okay. because yeah, and everybody <laughs> knew. you were chasing
1: the phones around your exactly. house to try exactly. and hit one before the next <laughs> message came out exactly
0: yeah. but you know it's a great great service mm-hmm. and And it's really nice to know that you can be out and about. You can. You don't have to have your radio on. You don't have to. And you can still get that information. And you can put in,
1: and this is what also got some people. So this is go back, check your settings. But you can put in multiple addresses. Sure. So if you had multiple addresses in, like (laughs) your kid's school or your workplace and your home, and there was lightning going off close to your house, your child's school and your workplace, you were getting multiple lightning alerts and you could not hit one fast enough to reply. So go in, you can also set quiet times. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're a night owl and you don't mind getting a phone call at 12 o'clock at night. I might not if it's a weekend. Right. But please don't call me before 5 o'clock in the morning because it's just not yeah. good. <laughs> you know. So everybody has their own their own personal setting. Right. Some people are early morning people, and they go to bed at 9, and they mm-hmm. wake up happily at 5 o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm not one of them, yeah. but yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, very good. Yeah. OK. What's another way for people to get information?
1: you can uh, listen to one of our several radio partners. Okay, That's a really great way for you to get local information. They have some great systems out there now where you can do a crank radio, Mm -hmm. so you're not relying on power or even um, solar panels that are on radios now, or just solar panel chargers. What I've been telling people is go to your camping area of your oh. favorite like outdoor store or something. They have so many things for campers now, because people even take their cell phones camping, right. and those are great opportunities. So um, you can stay aboard that way. Of course, uh, you guys in communications do such a great job with sending out Facebook posts and tweets, and uh, you know, changing our web page mm-hmm. so that there's a scroll going across it when we have bad weather. That's another wonderful way. Obviously, watching the local TV channels is good mm-hmm. too. If it's something that we know is coming, you know, we might put a press release or something in mm-hmm. the paper. You might see it there. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, we had people that really liked reading their morning newspaper, I mm-hmm. heard when I was registering people for JCC
0: Alerts. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and something that is important for people to know about social media mm-hmm. is that both Facebook and Twitter decide which one of our messages get seen by who. So oh, okay. just because you have followed us mm-hmm. does not mean that you're going to get every message that we send out. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, yes, it's a little annoying, but oh. that's, hmm. their business. <laughs> that makes JCC Alert that much more necessary. Yeah. Because chances are you'll see one of our messages, mm-hmm. but just in case you don't, it's always good to know that you're going to get that phone call yep. or that email or mm-hmm. text message or whatever it yep. is. So, With all of our communications tools, Mm -hmm. you know, there's not just one thing that works. You kind of need to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's
1: so true. And then you can hopefully reach more people in the county. So everybody has a preferred method of how they get their information. And hopefully our goal is to reach everybody so everybody sees the important message. Yes, very good. Mm -hmm. All right. So anything else that's important for people to know? I just wanted to say something about Hurricane Harvey hitting, yes. you know, I, I think it, I would be very remiss if I did not say something about it. First of all, if you want to help, pick an organization and donate monetary funds. I know a lot of people like the option of physically giving something, mm-hmm. sending water, you know, coming down with a, a truckload of water or clothes or extra items from their house, you know, because people will eventually need that. But it's so overwhelming from an emergency management and a disaster perspective mm-hmm. to all of a sudden be overwhelmed with additional water and clothes and things that you need to go through, make sure that it's okay. If you can donate, I don't like to personally pick what organizations mm-hmm. or say what organizations, but pick a mainstream organization like the Red Cross, mm-hmm. Salvation Army, someone that has done disasters for for years, The best way we found, uh, and we, I mean the emergency management community, because there's been studies done, you know, after Sandy and Katrina on how to best uh, get communities to recover most quickly, they do cash amounts or, or give out voucher credit cards. Okay, And so that's helpful. They get to pick what... They want, it kind of empowers them a little bit yes. to feel like they have some ownership and some control over their life again mm-hmm. to be able to do that. And whether it's them getting monetary cards to help with emergency needs or possibly the money would go towards sheltering costs, food at the shelter, that sort of stuff, things are so interesting in today's world. You really need to know where the food is coming from, Mm -hmm. where the water is coming from, make sure they're from valid places, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when you're doing these large shelters. Uh, You don't want some sort of health issue to come across in a large shelter like that. So it's best to, you know, let the professionals or the other day I was uh, doing a presentation with the Rotary Club and they were partnering with one of their Rotary clubs out in Houston. Oh, okay. So, and yeah. uh, I'm part of Junior League, and I know our Junior League here it has reached out to the Junior League in Houston. Mm-hmm. So if there's a special group that you're already with, mm-hmm. most likely they're doing something. And so just contact and reach out to that group that's in Houston. I mean, that would honestly be my suggestion. Okay. So it's super unfortunate as into what happened, but mm-hmm. it just uh, unfortunately hammers home the idea that you need to be prepared Always, Mm -hmm. They thought it was a tropical storm coming at them for quite a while, and then all of a sudden it sped up to a Category 4 hurricane. Right. I mean, that's how fast these things can change, so you always need to be prepared.
0: Well, and I think that a lot of times we become lax in thinking, well, if the hurricane hits Virginia Beach, that's way down there. We're way inland from there. You can see in Texas how far inland the impact is of this storm. Right, and that goes back to the evacuation zones. Absolutely. Because we were
1: just included in that study, you know, because right. they realize now that the effects go inland.
0: Right. Know? So, yes. And it's really not always about the wind. It's about that rain. It
1: is. So. True. So, and, and like you posted the other day, turn around, don't drown. I right. want to hammer home that one because I saw people driving through water the other day. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You see that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it does not take much.
1: No, it doesn't take much. And you also don't know if the ground's there or not. Right. Right. So, that's the that's the scary part. Right? might think that the asphalt's still there and... It might not be. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, hopefully we will have a quiet hurricane season i hope so (laughs) and um everybody still get their kits do all of those great things yep
1: because you get prepared because the county is getting prepared we're doing testing and training and exercising so we'll be getting prepared so we're just asking the rest of the county to you know be prepared along with us all right
0: well very good well before we let you go okay as you know Mm -hmm. i always like to ask a few fun questions at the end so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better sure all right are you game yep i'm game okay First question, what is your favorite hobby when you're not working? When I'm not working. And protecting us all from disaster.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of pressure now that yeah, I'm protecting well. everybody from a you disaster. You are, you are. Um, I, I'm not going to well, I like playing kickball. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say I'm good at it. No, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but I like playing kickball and I've played it for about six or seven years now. So uh, we just had a tournament last weekend and our team came in second in the tournament, which was a surprise to all of us because we were expecting to be there for two games and we were there for four. So wow. some of us did not plan appropriately. We didn't bring lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun, fun place
0: to be. Okay, well, great. Well, kickball. Very kickball. good. Yeah. Very good. What was your favorite school lunch in elementary school? I,
1: I would have to say the pepperoni pizza, pepperoni you know, the, pizza. the square little pepperoni mm-hmm. pizza. Either that or um, I went to such a small school yeah. that they still made homemade lasagna. <gasps> oh,
0: wow. Yeah.
1: So homemade lasagna for 200 kids. So Wow. But yeah. And, and no, where did you go to school? I'm from Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yep. So it was a K through 12 school with 200 kids.
0: <laughs> wow. So I know we
1: have some classes in James City County that are probably close to 200.
0: Right. What TV show are you into right now?
1: That's uh I hate to say it that's a tough one again. Yeah. Um I really love Game of Thrones except I refuse to pay for HBO for a month so I'm just skipping this season and then okay. I'm going to binge watch it before the next season starts. And I think you and have some I'll pay. time. Yeah, okay. I'll pay for it then, I think is what I decided to to conclusion that I came to. Okay. Yeah. So
0: no spoilers. We're not allowed to say and anything. I don't mind spoilers. That's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I I appreciate binging it. Mm-hmm. My husband and I watched all six seasons over this past winter of 2017. Yep. So you were caught up, though, probably. Yeah, so, yes, it was quite the commitment, but we did it. Yep. And um, it's a great show. Yeah, it is. All right. It well, is. very good. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming in. Mm-hmm. I think that. The services that you offer are just incredible and so important to our citizens, and I'm so glad that you're here.
1: Oh, well, thanks. I'm happy to be here. I'm looking forward to working with everybody in James City County. I must say the county staff is helpful. I have not yet met anybody that isn't helpful or super nice or, you know, literally goes out of their way to assist you, and that's just very warming. It's comforting to know that because when a disaster hits, you want all hands on deck, and I think we... Uh, should be able to accomplish that
0: very good well we would love to have you back at a later time maybe before winter to talk a little bit about winter preparedness that would
1: be wonderful because we do have a lot of uh, country roads out here yes we do and uh i don't know how often people are on some of those roads so you know having a preparedness kit in your car yes uh, in case you get stuck would be helpful so, Okay. Yeah. all right
0: well we'll have you back we'll we talk about that. that sounds good all right thank you okay well that wraps up this episode of this week in james city county thank you for listening Want to make sure you don't miss an episode? Be sure to subscribe on iTunes today. We will talk with you next week.